just so y'all know, please, um, you can fast forward all of my episodes um, to about five minutes in just because that is my intro music. Um, since usually this is a video podcast, um, I have a countdown of five minutes. So please do if you need to.
what's going on everybody thank you for joining good afternoon um it is friday i have my friday shirt on from waterburger so <laughs> um so thank you for joining and just just if for anybody who's new here uh let me introduce myself my name is eric velasquez i am interviewing um as many candidates as I can as that's willing to talk to me for the 2021 cities of San Antonio elections. I'm not leaving anybody behind. I'm answering, asking everyone uh, for an interview. So uh, I feel it's very important that we have all voices from everywhere uh, from unbiased approach. So um, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in our next guest. Hey, Yasmin, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good, good. Um, and just a reminder, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, if you would like to ask a question, please uh, put it on the comment box. Um, if you would actually like to jump into the conversation and ask a question as well, you can do so by clicking on the link that I'm going to share. Oh, sorry, not that one. Um, that I'm going to share here in a second. Um You'll see it down below. So you can click on that link and you can just jump in and actually ask the question. So Yasmin, so introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. Uh, excited to be here. And yeah, Eric, I love what you're doing. Um, that's This is so important, right? Um, so my name is Yasmin Paracolina. And um, yeah, I was born and raised here in San Antonio. Um, I'm a proud SAISD alum, and I am running for um, SAISD school board for District Seven. Um, and yeah, and I um, I attended a school in the district here um, down the street, actually from my house, uh, Madison Elementary School, um, and a few years at St. Paul's Catholic School, which is also down the street from my house. I live in um, my childhood home with my mom, and uh, and for middle school I went to Tafoya Middle School, and I went to Brat as a for high school, and you know I I attended several community colleges in in different states, um, but then I returned home, came back to uh, San Antonio, and uh, and then finished out my um, transferred and finished out my degree. Um, uh, double majored in uh, Mexican American studies and anthropology, and I have a master's in bicultural bilingual studies um, at the University of Texas at San Antonio. Obviously, I I love UTSA. Uh, I currently work there as well. So um, yeah, a little bit about my family. My family lives in um, we've lived in District Seven neighborhood for uh, 32 years. And um, so, yeah, I, I love this place that I grew up and, you know, being engaged in the community is, you know, is one way that I hope to be part of uh, shaping the future generations. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's a hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so what what was that that jump? What did that jump look like for you to, you know, throw your hat into this? Because this is this is different right um and especially it's it's a volunteer position um so what what was that like that decision for you to do that and why was that decision to to move forward with this yeah there uh so there's, there's a lot of layers to that question um so part of it is um the idea came 
to me, was presented to me from a community member, one of my elders, a, a mentor that I look up to in the community. Um, she's known me my whole life. She's known my family. Um, and, you know, she, she presented the idea to me and knowing my, uh, knowing my history and education, knowing my family. Um, and I, you know, I, there wasn't anything that, um, told me not to, um, you know, I have been invested in my community since I was a, a very young age. My family, um, my family has uh, instilled in, in us, me and my sister, um, to be very strong voters. You know, we come from a very uh, voter family, um, very engaged in, in, in our community. And um, I've advocated for youth of all ages. Um, I've worked with youth of all grade levels all my life. And, um, and I understand the importance of education and student voices. Um, yeah, so, so that it, it really just was an extension of the work I've done my whole life. And, you know, I come from generation of, uh, of educators. I come from a generation of teachers. Mm -hmm. And my family is actually, uh, actually, I also come from a generation of migrant farm workers. So, you know, we, we've been civically engaged in politics and um, the, the changes of our um, local um, communities. And, you know, I learned to respect my elders, but I also learned um, that I have a voice, right, as a young person, as a, a young student activist. Um, and I know that um, this is an important way to give back to my community uh, for the next generation of leaders. And I think you hit it on the on the nail right is that um, it's a it's a community service position uh school board members do not get uh paid there's no compensation for it and um but i i have done so much in my uh community and my own work that this is an extension of that that work and i know that this will be um a place where there's going to be some some change mm -hmm. yeah definitely and so with that question and and I try to ask this question as much as I can. Sometimes I forget because, you know, we're trying to have that flow of the conversation. But with that, yeah. with that situation where it is voluntary, right? Mm -hmm. How can that go south, right? Because, you know, where it becomes be being a, a, a either a political gain or, or a gain to the candidate or the person who's who's running on that school board, who's who is part of the board. Mm -hmm then where it could start benefiting them instead of the actual school board. So how can we make sure that we're keeping track of that as, as citizens and as, as mm -hmm. people um, from that happening? Cause that could, that could happen really quick, especially if you're not getting paid for it, you're going to try to seek compensation somewhere else. You know what I mean? So how can we do as a, as a community, make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's, that's really important. And that's actually um, one of the priorities that I have um, as a candidate is, you know, the, uh, this board is facing so many tough challenges, right? And um, there's a lot of work to do, but there's also a lot of good work that the board has been doing and, you know, and expanding um, some of those uh, avenues is um, 
voter input, student input, um, teacher and staff input. Um, you know, what, what's what's important is that this is an opportunity to provide that, right? We're seeing with COVID um, and the winter storm crisis. And, you know, I think we're talking a lot about that because we're still in it. <laughs> we're still like, yeah. you know, mutual aid groups are still um, out there helping the communities and helping the elders still um, with those services. But what's really important is that um, the monthly board meetings are open to the public, right? Um, uh, COVID did add a little bit of limitations to that, but, um, you know, it, that's temporary. And, um, you know, we need to just really have those on our on our radar. Um, I think that school, some school board uh, leaders have done um, some uh, meetings at the different schools, um, individual schools to have that one on one, you know, expanding those li listening sessions. Um, but, yeah, I think this is an opportunity to, to really get creative of how to have that voter, student, and um, teacher input with families um, because folks want to get involved, right? Ultimately, we all want uh, the best for our students, right? Now, now you, you said that, that you know, that they are doing a, a decent job at doing that. I mean, uh, but like with the other camp we just spoke to, he was saying that they're not giving that opportunity for people to be heard. Is, it, mm -hmm. is that correct or, or? Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's um, my job as a candidate is to listen um, to everyone. And right now I'm, I'm hearing a lot of mixed uh, messages from people. And, and that's, that's what the reality is, 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 you know, um, we have uh, students that are not feeling heard. We're, we're, um, we're, you know, but on the same on, on the other hand, you know, we have, um, you know, a lot of information online. We have a lot of uh, information that's, um, you know, the schools are uh, starting to realize that they're a hub for information, right? And I think this is this is a part where we need to pivot and expand on some of those things that have that have been happening. Um, maybe they're not happening as fast, um, but. Yeah, that that's what I'm hearing is that there is there is a mixed um, approach, and and then again that goes back to who are the folks that are um, falling through the cracks, right, of information because we have the digital divide is is huge, you know. Yeah. COVID really just shone a huge light on that, but we knew that before. Um, so yeah, so I think that. Um, you know, expanding those those uh, ways of engagement um, is just really important. But also being critiquing uh, clearly of, of well, who are the folks that are um, still kind of not <laughs> getting those text messages from the district because they don't have smartphones, they don't have, mm -hmm. you know, te uh, text, um, you know, they don't aren't able to get the text messages correctly. They change their number. All of that is very, very common. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely um, there is mixed messages out there in the community, and I'm and that's some of the um, the work that I'm, I'm I'm doing currently. Right, is uh, talking to voters on the, um, through the phone banking, um, talking to the community, parents and students as um, when I'm going out there and door knocking, talking to them on the weekends. Um, 
So yeah, there's there's definitely uh, concerns. I gotcha. Um, Phil says Ed Garza has strong political and community capital in D7. How -hmm. have you been able to overcome his incredible ground game and name recognition? Yeah, I I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely an honor to be on the ballot with uh, Ed Garza, the former mayor. Um, You know, I was I was in high school when he was mayor. And so I did follow um, his political career, you know, he was also a uh, council for our district. So, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely a pillar in the community. Um, but I, I definitely feel like I've been a leader as well in, in my own right. Um, and, you know, I have over 15 years of experience working with, um, youth in, in the community and, and all ages from elementary school, middle school, high school, as well as higher education, college students, um, which right now I work in at UTSA. So, um, you know, there there's a lot of work that I've done in the in um, recently that coalesced with, um, uh, you know, I was co co directed the Moss Youth Leadership Conference, um, which was a student led um, conference that worked on professional development uh, through Mexican American studies. And, you know, that was, it, it was, cre- we created that uh, through raising funds from the community. And then we provided this conference and opened it up uh, free of charge and <laughs> to uh, middle school and high school students uh, to promote leadership. And, um, you know, that was, that was an extension of uh, some of the work that I've done. And so yeah, I definitely feel that there's, um, there's a lot of, uh, experience that I can bring uh, to the table as well. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, Sarah says, how does star testing affect students and teachers? What can the school board do about it? And, and you know, after a couple of interviews with some school board candidates, mm-hmm. you know, some are saying that they can't do anything and it's, it's up to the legislature, but some other ones are saying that no, <laughs> we could do stuff. So can you maybe enlighten us or maybe, um, yeah. Yeah, the uh, yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, it's important to to really see where school board um, is able to be impactful on um, standardized testing, such as a star. Um, but yeah, I think that it is it is state level. Um, but you know, right now teachers are stressed out. Um, students are stressed out. Everyone, we're still going through this really um, traumatic experience. You know, this is a humanitarian global crisis that we've still haven't finished. Right? Um, it's been hard on everybody, um, but it's important to reflect on how we can humanize um, what's happening. Uh, in the schools and um, with students. And again, this is an opportunity to kind of reassess um, measure, measuring a success in schools. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, I understand STAR and I understand uh, data-driven uh, measurements, right? Uh, uh, that's some of the work that I, I also do and I definitely understand that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think right now, um, you know, we can advocate for um, 
for this year, trying to be more flexible, you know, just trying to be way more flexible and, um, and talk with students and really uh, figure out their emotional stance because um, we have to kind of look at the short term and then how they're going to be addressing going through COVID and this year and the stress in the next couple of years. So we're, we're, we're still in it, you know, and it's going to take, it's going to take, um, you know, some, some real experts and uh, addressing some of these issues. Okay. Um, Phil asked, uh, was Yasmin involved with saving our community schools from closure when Dr. Duran was superintendent? Um, Um, yeah, that, um, I can probably, <clears throat> I can get, collect some, some data, but, you know, I don't have the, the information right now for that. Um, but yeah, I would love to, uh, loop back with you and, and discuss what, what that means. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's important as a candidate to, to see and, um, really research what that shift was was like, um, especially for students and our teachers. So um, yeah, and I and you know at the end I can drop my email so that we can connect and discuss that a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Dave said it, it is apparent that a majority of parents, when asked about standardized testing, don't feel it's a priority during this pandemic. Our school board disagrees and has been stressing the importance of STAR. How will you as a board member help to change what seems to be an overemphasis on standardized testing and priorities data over people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, um, <clears throat> you know, right now there's there's so many challenges and, uh, you know, I think that right now we can, we can shift to, this is the opportunity to shift to um, implement things that we know uh, do work and that are connecting with students. So, um, you know, this actually connects to one of my other priorities of, um, you know, we talk about uh, my background in Mexican-American studies. And, you know, I'm, I'm always gonna be an advocate for ethnic studies and Mexican-American studies. Um, so there's been a push uh, from communities for Mexican-American studies for, for decades, right? And uh, and we see it here and there, but um, we're starting to really kind of see that currently. And, um, and as a, a, a graduate of Mexican-American studies and working with the department also, I closely work with um, the MOS faculty that have imp- implemented MOS at um, the high school level. And so what's really cool about this is that, um, uh, it's actually taught as dual credit, and this so so you're actually getting college level um, critical thinking analysis through um, Mexican American studies, and this is actually going to be taught um, dual credit is actually going to be taught. Um, they're extending the programs to uh, a couple of more schools. So right now they're at um, in the fall, it's going to be at Lanier, Jefferson, Burbank, and Brackenridge. And you know the 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 what's really amazing about the Moss um, at UTSA faculty is that 
they're um, activist um, scholars. And so this really was um, built from the community. And it was, you know, years long of putting this um, implementation together. And what's actually very unique also is that um, the reason why they, they are able to, to do this is because that program, these courses, um, connects to the TEKS. And so it is state, state approved. And so we are able to <laughs> use um, curriculum that's culturally relevant, um, that connects to, to TEKS, right? And so, um, again, though, it's, it's, it's uh, dual credit. Um, that's really important. But then again, we kind of look at the logistics of how can students fit this in schedules, right? <laughs> like um, their daily schedules and um, things like that. And yeah. um, I, do, I, I do believe that some of these courses at some of those um, schools are actually in Spanish also, so dual language as well. So um, there's a lot of cool things happening. And, you know, that that is happening currently. Um, but we do need to just expand on some of those. Okay. Mm -hmm. But but as far as, like, but still with trying to push back with, with the, the STARS testing, though, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, with, with the last candidate we talked to, is pretty much like a resounding like we can push back against the standardized testing. A lot of teachers are against the standardized testing. So, um, I I haven't really heard you say that that you want to do that, so to say. Mm -hmm. um, so I, yeah, I can. I mean, I I would, you know, I'd advocate for um, pushing for this year. Right there is, um, we just need to really focus on um, students' emotional state and and. Um, understand that this is a time to reevaluate um, standardized testing for the future. But yeah, I think um, this year we just really need to put this put it on hold. Our our just give our students just a little bit of um, you know that flexibility. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, let's see here. So as far as with the the budget itself. You know, there there tends mm -hmm. to be a lot of issues with who people are hiring with the the contracts and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I know recently, last year, there was Harlandale, the issue with Harlandale and, you know, with their contract negotiations. And they didn't have a company bid or other companies bid. They just kept it all the same company. Is there is there things like that are happening like that in SAISD or the potential of things happening like that in SAISD that are being kind of um, not being seen? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, there's, there's, I think one of, one of, one of those is, um, is a, the big contract of, of STAR, right? And kind of looking at um, what does that mean when we're, putting so much uh, of our, uh, of that money going towards, um, you know, our, our, that state fund or that state funded um, test. It's not, you know, it's not a local company. Um, but really kind of really looking at um, how we can address uh, getting our small, uh, small businesses on, you know, with contracts. There's a lot of other um, small and local um, businesses doing a lot of great work. Um, 
And yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot to be uh, said about that. And, you know, there's, um, you know, I would have to have a little bit more information in digging deep in, in those, those budgets uh, conversations. Okay. Uh, Renata says, uh, does Yasmin take the oath to uphold corporations to pay their fair share of property taxes in the district instead of allowing the city and county to give abatements and tax credits? Um, if she takes the responsibility to hold them accountable, how will she create majority support behind her from her fellow trustees on the board? Yeah, I think it's important to work um, together with with the board and um yeah, I think I think what's really important about um, you know one of the one of the big uh, responsibilities of uh, of the board is you know we set the property taxes and uh, that's something that actually voters are are um, are getting a little bit more informed with this with this race and um, yeah I think I think it's talking uh, with having those conversations with the trustees um, and and uh, going through um, going through uh, what it would mean for advocating for our students uh, through those contracts um, making sure that these are going to be the right um, decisions being made you know moving the direction of the board towards um, advocating for our students and our families. Okay. Um, I know you said you wanted to share something, uh, like share your screen on something. Uh, did you have that up? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to give a little, <laughs> I wanted to show um, District 7 um, because I'm a super visual, <laughs> I'm a super visual learner. And let's see. Let's see if we can do this. Okay. And once you once Check you drop it in, yeah, once you drop it in, I'll be able to to share it. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. Are you able to uh no, you have to actually uh, make sure it's it'll pop down on okay. the bottom. Um oh, okay, there we go. All right. Okay. So what's, yeah, what's really unique about um, District 7 is, is we have, um, what's really unique is that it's, it's right on the corner um, of several districts, right? We have Edgewood, we have um, North Side, um, and Northeast uh, bordering it. We have Woodlawn Lake here. Um, and this is uh, this is the Jefferson High School right here. Um, we have several of our um, elementary schools. And yeah, and and what's really unique and people um, are, are uh, getting a little bit more informed about um, school board elections is that uh school board districts and city council districts don't over overline um and you know i 
I was actually Super very, <laughs> yeah, I was actually very surprised that, you know, this little um, pico up here, this is 410 yeah. right here. And so this area, there's a lot of apartments, it's very multicultural. Um, and so, right, that's, that is um, just a, uh, I just wanted to show that really quick because it just shows how multifaceted um, District 7 is. And because of my, you know, background in cultural studies, you know, I, I really understand um, what the needs of the community is. Um, I'm out there talking to to voters. I'm talking to our um, to our constituents, to our families. Um, yeah, and and District Seven. You know, I love I love our neighborhood. I love our district. I've come. I've uh, been part of it. And um, and yeah, for 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 um, Another confusing kind of uh, thing, right, is that uh, folks really are like, oh, I'm in council district one. And I'm like, well, actually, let's look um, look up your uh, district locator, right? And I'll like right. put, them, put them there, put their um, address. And I'm like, well, actually, you're in district six, you know, and um, they're not up for election this year. But I was like, you know, it, it'd be good to... Um, research the the candidate that that is or the um, school board person that is representing you mm -hmm. and um you know informing folks um especially the younger you know younger generation that they're um they're either registered to vote or they're about to they're turning that age age group um that's a lot of the work that we're kind of uh doing as well um, working with students as grassroots right. organizing Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that that was even when when I ran for Texas House of Representatives, which yeah. it's a bigger one. Like as far as like, well, and, and even some of these city council positions have, have they're a big district. There's a lot of people in these districts. So that's why they're talking yeah. about moving them over to adding some more districts um, in city in city council. But you know, a lot of people didn't understand you know, the districts for Texas House of Representatives. Um, they didn't understand the the city council. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very confusing for a lot of people. Um, and even just starting to figure out and even more so the school boards, you know, those districts don't line up with anything. So yeah, um, they do. They're on their yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's hard. I don't blame them. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, so uh definitely I think it's it that's why we want to have these kind of conversations to to be able to to expand that knowledge to everybody to say, look, these are different districts. These are different voting uh, elections. These are, you know, right. so yeah, I, when I was looking and, and doing my searching for the school board's candidates, it's, you know, Harlandale doesn't have any, well, I think they have like maybe a couple of them, but, you know, and then there's other school boards that don't have any elections right now because they just had theirs. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a toss up. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can get people to really understand, um, you know, what is going on in the city and why it's important to vote for like the school board, you know, especially, um, that deals with the, the, the kids themselves, you know, and, and some candidates, like I said, have said that the, their hands are tied and some have said that, no, we can fight back and, and change the way our school system is, but it's, it's, who are we willing to vote for um, and pay attention to? So I think Absolutely. that's really important. Um, so I know you have, I know you, you're on your lunch break, so I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So can you uh, maybe give some last uh, 
uh, points uh, about your campaign and, and why people should vote for you? Sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that, um, you know, I, I reiterate this, you know, it's, it's not about me, right. It's not about me. It's about the community and it's about the students um, and about the teachers, you know, what I can bring to the table is, um, is my uh, expertise in uh, cultural studies. Um, I do have a, a rich um, background in research and data and you know my connection with the university my connection with social justice networks um bringing those folks um as experts uh to talk about um uh who and how these policies are going to be greatly impacted um in our in our families um for the next uh generation right and and whatever for me whatever the uh whatever the election outcome is you know, I um, I will be committing to uh, continuing this work and working with uh, youth and students and education. Um, you know, I, I continue to collaborate and work with um, grassroots organizing in the education community and other leaders that are doing this work. And you know, we ultimately all want uh, what's best for our our students and our families. Yeah, definitely. So, um, how can people? Uh, volunteer donate um contact you yeah there's uh so i you know we we connected on instagram so mm. i'm on social media uh uh instagram um facebook is going to be probably the be, um you know the, the most um posts that i have and uh twitter but i do have my email is going to be probably the best um and if I uh, put it here, will it? Yeah, if you, you can type it in the comments uh, if you okay. can. Yeah, this is going to be the best way. If y'all have um, any questions, uh, want to contact me, or if you have folks in District 7, um, you know, there's if there's other issues that um, you think I can uh, look a little bit um, more into, you know, I think that... Um, that would be great. You know, I, I'm open for uh, collecting as much information as I as I can. Um, I think it's important that we we all are um, best informed of of you know that question of the super um, previous superintendent. You know, I'd really want to have that discussion with that um, uh, that comment. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's it's important for me. It's important for the community. Uh, it's important for our parents because it this does impact all of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. definitely well i appreciate you go eat your lunch <laughs> um, yes. you know uh but yeah i appreciate you for for coming on um and taking this time and, and and it's very appreciative and everybody just please make sure you reach out as well you know if you want if you like her message if you want to know more reach out to her um and and, and be involved in these in these elections specifically especially the school board don't skip out on these start looking into these really well because we want to make sure we stop the the cycle of of what we're doing if, if it's not working then we need to change it up 
right? Yes. So, um, but thank you, Yasmin. I, I appreciate it. Um, and also yes, for all, any of the viewers, if you would also like to donate to to this live stream as well, um, please feel free to do so. My cash app is on the bottom. Um, I am doing this out of my own time. So uh, if you'd like to donate, you feel compelled to, please do. Uh, but thank you everybody for joining and thank you, Yasmin, and have an awesome day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day.